So uh, this is a uh, a posting I'm going to make to my blog. I think I don't think this is going on on Mason's blog because it doesn't have anything to do with school. We're going to talk about. Although our... he said he was going to steal it, so who knows? Well, he may cross post it, but yeah, you got to get a little closer in there. Like literally, like it helps when you have a mustache because you can, oh. you have to feel that it's actually engaged with the uh, with the windscreen. I'll just imagine a mustache. Okay, that'll yeah. help me. Yeah. So uh, I'm Chris. I'm Kendall. And uh, we're here to talk about our section hike uh, on the Appalachian Trail. So uh, we're off the trail now for what? Uh, it's been like more been, than a week. No, it's been a week. It was a week, oh, it was a week yesterday. Yeah. All right, a week yesterday. We were on the trail for uh, nine days, eight nights. Uh, not, you know, I mean, again, not a, not anywhere approaching a through hike, but... Yeah. A good solid section hike. Uh, we did uh, Shenandoah Valley. Shenandoah. What? <laughs> I don't know. There's some way that like locals pronounce it. It's like Shenandoah. Yeah, that's really dumb. Let's dumb. not say that. <laughs> anyway, Shenandoah National Park. Uh, it was uh, 108 total trail miles, probably. Although. <laughs> 120 with... actual miles. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about our experience. So so let's start at the beginning. What a wonderful place to start. We're going to start at the beginning. We're going to go through to the end and then stop. Just like the king told Alice. <laughs> what? Did you know that quote? No. I have no Alice clue. is in court with, uh, with the king and the queen, and he says, uh, she says, but I don't know where to begin. And the king says, begin at the beginning, go to the end, and then stop. I never read I, Alice in Wonderland. I, I only watched the trippy Tim Burton film and the cartoon. That was also vaguely trippy. All right. So let's start with uh, kind of the, the pre-trip stuff, kind of, you know, why Prepping w- and why we were going and all that sort of stuff. So uh, for me, you know. You've it, wanted to do. It was probably a combination of things. You know, I've, I've kind of gotten myself back into camping after a long absence um, kind of more outdoors activities, starting with some of the EYC stuff, uh, the church uh, kids group going down to Red River Gorge, and then camping at Porkfest, um, and, and you know just remembering actually how much I actually like camping. Um, did it a lot when I was in uh, in high school with in CAP, um, you know, but but no no real wilderness camping. That was all campground camping and stuff like that. So. But I like it, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think it was actually probably a uh, a fireside conversation with uh, oh, probably Owen and Mitch, I would <laughs> guess, at at Red River hey. Gorge. That uh, hey guys <laughs> reminded me kind of that uh, those dudes. Yeah, and, and so that was probably the the germ of it. And then uh, I was in the uh, the portal that provides me with uh, the next thing I should read, aka half price books. And uh, saw the portal. Uh, what a name! Uh, saw a walk in the woods, which is a Bill Bryson book about his uh, attempted through hike. Uh, from if I remember correctly in the book, I have not seen the movie, but if I remember correctly in the book, he he didn't actually make it all the way. Made it like, but pretty much all the way. But, Any but reason why? Just I just was thinking about that. So evidently, at the end, again, I haven't done it. It's only what I've heard. Like the last hundred miles through Maine. You're is terrible. Just by yourself. There's, n- there's no. It's it's all rocks and and you know things that want to kill you. And there's no water and you know, like no Australia, place to stay. Honestly. And yes, you're. It's you. You. So Maine th- is Australia. Yeah, evidently, they decided. I mean, literally, I think like a hundred miles short of the end to say, yeah, let's just stop here. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a through hike. Yeah, it's, it's close fine. enough. So. So uh, I read that book uh, maybe last summer, summer before last, and, and enjoyed that. Um, and I don't know. I, I just thought you know it was uh, it was was kind of one of those things that was maybe on my bucket list. You know, a little bit. I, I still have in my mind. We'll talk about that at the end. You know, uh, the idea of maybe one day doing a through hike. Um, and so a little bit. It was a it was a trial to to see you know if I wanted like to do if it. you would be into it. Yeah, sort yeah of to see how hard it was. And and again, you know, I, I'm not quite convinced of that after having survived and. As we'll hear, enjoyed mostly a, uh, a section hike that I'm now ready for a through hike because it's well well known. At least I understood it before we went, and one of the reasons we went is Shenandoah's uh, pretty uh, pretty easy, uh, yeah, pretty it's easy the section. Easiest. 
Oh, Pro- probably one of the easiest sections yeah. from what we've heard. Yeah. So, so anyway, you know, I'll probably try us another section or two before I ultimately make my, my mind on a through hike. But uh, anyway, what would uh, kind of, what were your reasons for going besides I asked you to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, like you've always kind of talked about doing a through hike or hiking the, the AT, and for the longest time I, I was kind of with mom and on the thought that like no that sounds terrible why would one do that although I'm not exactly sure why I always thought that or did think that for a while I guess just going with whatever mom said and just no, not really thinking it through but in the end like I'm kind of like you I do like hiking and whatnot and I don't know being at the end of high school and everything and moving on to different things I felt like it would be a unique challenge and like a good like since we were just doing like nine days it would be enough where I would get the sense of what backcountry camping and hiking is like yeah without like fully committing to something like a through hike and also it proved to be a challenge that would be reasonable to take on because it is just nine days right and whatnot so mostly for the challenge aspect and i wanted to see if i can do it and like i felt like if i actually completed it it would give me a sort of sense of accomplishment i guess yeah and plus it's just a really nice time like spending it with you and whatnot kind of going through a new experience a little self-induced struggle So when we first kind of decided to go, uh, at least as I remember it, you know, kind of, I don't know, seriously committed maybe like Christmas time or or maybe late January, early February. So sometime in that range, I Mm -hmm. think we kind of decided, all right, we're going. And, 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 but even back then we weren't sure exactly where we were going yet. So we looked at a number of different options and eventually I realized that Shenandoah, A, you know, it's, it's a very defined thing, right? There's a beginning and end to Shenandoah National Park, and it's all, you know, the AT runs right through the middle of it. And so, you know, I don't know. I like that sort of defined boundary, right? It was it was an existing thing. We're like, okay, you know, even though we're doing a section hike, we could actually say we did a through hike of Shenandoah National Park, right? Yeah. So, so that was cool. Um, and then, you know, kind of the kicker uh, was that we realized that it was right, you know, like the one of the entrances uh, slash exits was like 15 miles from where uh, my, my aunt and uncle live. Yeah, so very convenient for us and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, so, you know, we'll talk about the whole trail angel thing and all that sort of stuff. But we didn't know what we didn't know at this time, so we were mm-hmm. relying on uh, on family and all that sort of stuff. So so we set, set it and, uh, and, and, you know, kind of, narrowed it in to Shenandoah, I think I said, in that February, uh, March time frame. Yeah, I think it was about then we were like Shenandoah. Yeah. Kind of toying around with other places, but yeah. in the end. So then we had to get some gear together. So uh, I already had a backpack because uh, I got one for like my, I don't know, 10th or 15th anniversary from uh, from work. That was my uh, my work gift, which... Is interesting. Uh, again, I picked it, so uh, it was meant to be. I, I guess, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then you know we had to get you a pack, so I think we got you a pack for your birthday. Got you. Yeah, that was one of my birthday gifts. Yeah, so I ended up taking the uh, Kelty Red Cloud ninety uh, again, probably a number of years old now, probably not the current model anymore, but kind of a standard, uh, you know, interior frame backpack, ninety liter backpack, so pretty big. Um, and uh, you, uh, we ended up getting you a uh, Crown Gear 60, which is kind of this new style of uh, ultralight backpack. So, yeah, it, uh, messing with microphones. There we go. Turn it, turn it back towards you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, I got that. You guys got that for me, and it, I'm, it worked out really well for me. In yeah, the pretty end. good pack overall. It served all the purposes it need to needed to and like again seeing <laughs> later on like my difficulty acclimating to carrying 20 pounds or so on my back while also walking through some pretty difficult terrain and um like yeah, a you, sense and whatnot it, you were glad for the smaller pack yeah even though it made you for you sure know, leave Plus a few it, things behind you didn't take your hammock for example and oh that was more of a decision of i <laughs> I figured I didn't really, I wouldn't really have time, and I would just be too tired or lazy to set it up each yeah. day. Yeah. 
Plus, I wouldn't really use it for bringing it along, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I ended up taking uh, Mason's old hammock, which is now mine, and uh, and did enjoy it. I, I mean, it was kind of one of my luxury items. It wasn't something I needed, necessarily, because I had a, a tent and a sleeping pad and a sleeping bag. Just something to hang around in. But it was nice the few times we came to camp early, just to, you know, have something that was off the ground to kind of relax in and lounge in without having to be in the tent. Was, yeah. That ended up being the nice thing. So yeah, then we we kind of put the rest of the stuff together. So um, you know, uh, my base weight ended up you know, which is your pack plus your sleeping bag. We had both had the same same sleeping bag, so mm-hmm. it was a Kelty uh, something or another. It was kind of the cheaper of the uh, the Kelty ultralights. It was maybe eighty or ninety bucks um, in synthetic, and I went with synthetic, you know, because that's what you the yeah. arc gear you're taking. They said synthetic specifically. Otherwise, I would have gone. There was one that was maybe twenty or thirty bucks more that was down. That was even lighter and more compactable yeah but, but for the purpose of that i would have to take it on my gap year yeah trip to latin america anyway just might as well get it for the appalachian trail and mm, yeah as try well. it out so we got the we both had the same sleeping bag we both had the same tent which was a uh alps uh single tent uh, alps mountain engineering uh single tent uh and i liked the tents pretty well yeah, i mean I, they, I really liked them yeah i mean they were you know again they weren't ultralight wasn't you know uh, i think uh Again, all, all the pack, my pack, my sleeping bag, my tent, uh, and my sleeping pad. You know, those all together uh, came in at about uh, twelve five, twelve six uh, pounds, uh, and yours came in at a little bit under ten um, because you had the lighter, lighter bag. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, everything else we had was the same. Um, we probably could have done a better job of like, you know, thinking about how many steaks we'd actually need and leaving some of the steaks behind because yeah. we ended up taking a full bag of steaks and. You know, um, we really didn't. Yeah. In the end, we didn't. At most, need we used was like, like six uh, at any place. We probably could have gotten away with just two in most places. So, but, you know, uh, lesson learned there. Um, uh, you know, and again, I was pretty hopeful. You know, when I when I packed everything up before we were leaving, you know, kind of got all the, the basic stuff in there. You know, my ba- you know, my, my weight got up to about 22 pounds. And then we added food and water. And this was. <laughs> So, like, before food and water, it was your base my, my, weight my and weight, your clothes. My, my weight, yeah, my weight before food and water was, like, 22 pounds. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be awesome. This is great. Like it's going to be super light. Yeah. Oh, man. And yeah. then... And then <laughs> we had food and water. So, I was carrying... We were each carrying at the start three liters of water, and it's, like, 2.2 yeah. pounds a liter. So, that's 6.6 pounds right there. Yeah, now in and our Nalgene's And then the and bottles, right? Bottles. So, again, you know, that was a mistake I made. We probably shouldn't even taken the Nalgene's. I knew you needed them for your, your gap year, mm-hmm. but I should have just bought them and left them at home and taken the smart water bottle because they were way lighter. Um, but we each took a Nalgene, and then we each had two backup, you know, smart water bottles. We each had three liters of water because, again, just not knowing what we didn't know, you know, not really looking um we uh we probably overdid it on the water and we way overdid it on the food i mean at the end yeah you know yeah we did i ended up probably you know through hiking and then throwing away at the end probably about three or four pounds of food um see i didn't have quite that much but i didn't pack quite as much food as you did at the beginning I was really worried about kind of running out of food because, again, I just heard, you know, you got to eat like it's your job. I'm like, well, if you're going to eat like it's your job, you got to have a lot of food. So Yeah, but we didn't account for the, like, waysides and, like, how easy it would be yeah. to resupply if we really needed to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, hindsight being what it is, you know, carrying, I think, two or three days of food and just leaving it at that is, is going to be plenty. I don't you know. You know, two, two days is probably, you know, actually pretty precautious and – and in three days, you know, you're really you're really doing fine. And, and you know, actually knowing what you're going to eat. I mean, that was the other thing, right? You know, I, I kind of like, I'm not sure what I'm going to eat, right? You know, and, yeah. and so I took a bunch of different stuff. So the, you know, kind of the granola type stuff ended up being, you know, pretty popular. I ate all that. You know, the Snickers, ate every one of those yeah. and bought more. So Snickers do <laughs> absolutely. More Snickers, yes. Yeah, absolutely do have what hikers need. Uh, ate all the, the cli- peanut butter. Cliff bars I took, yeah. Talk about the peanut butter. <laughs> what about the peanut butter? You talk we- about <laughs> How big was that jar of peanut butter? It's regular, I mean, you know, size jar of peanut butter. Like, I, imagine a Jif peanut butter jar. It was probably... It was that. 24 we, ounces of peanut butter, I guess. We went through, in nine days, like... Two-thirds of it, maybe three-quarters. Probably three-quarters of it. Yeah, I was going to say three-quarters of it. Yeah, three-quarters of it. We went through a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's pretty heavy. It was pretty heavy. Bringing along a jar of peanut butter. But yeah. it, in the end, it came pr- 
came in yeah, pretty handy. Yeah, we ate so. a lot of it. So but we did, you know, we, nuts made, and we stuff made up like some that. of our own. Yeah, I didn't eat, ended up eating a lot of the nuts. So Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, when I mixed, so, you know, again, I had this idea that I'd want stuff separate, and I actually mm-hmm. ended up wanting it mixed. So I think I should have made more trail mix with. Uh, fruit and nuts and chocolate kind of all mixed together because hmm. when i started mixing the stuff that i brought you'd with started me eating it more. i ate more of it yeah interesting yeah, so a little bit more variety the coconut chunks were really good i thought yeah i, 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 I liked them but you know they again, would be, make you thirsty yeah they really did and they really made your jaw tired too because they took a lot to chew so rather than these coconut flakes that everybody sees we found some coconut chunks which are like the meat of the coconut and uh, they're really good um you know not much to them so you know not a lot of ingredients not a lot of processing really tasty but yeah really nice but they uh, yeah they make you drink the water so for some yeah. reason just dries you and dries your mouth out and like he said just really tough to eat because they're so hard yeah. and yeah. chewy it's basically like fruit jerky pretty much <laughs> it's fruit jerky yeah. yeah yeah if you're vegan go with the coconut if you're craving some jerky no oh we did God. take some jerky and we, we ate all of that we'll talk so. about be- being vegan on the trail yeah later on probably maybe yeah so uh that was all, what else anything on gear else on gear so we took some rain jackets that we had already um weren't necessarily lightweight but you know we already had yeah, it was They'd the frog frog talk stuff so we just shoved it in the pack we both had rain covers for our packs yeah. uh, which ended up being useful mm-hmm. um whoa the big one i forgot trekking poles oh so, my god <laughs> So I was a little. I mean, there were a number of things I was a little fantastic. dubious of on uh, on this uh, and and trekking poles. I'm like, eh, you know, everybody seems to say they're really really important. There was no way we would have finished this hike without one of us breaking an ankle without trekking poles. It, yeah, impo- no way. Yeah, impossible. So uh, we just got some uh, black diamond. Uh, you know, relatively nice, but but kind of on the cheaper end of their uh, their trekking pole range. Really, and, those were cheap. Uh, cheaper yeah not like dirt cheap yeah i mean they were like 70 bucks a pair so oh yeah yeah, okay so not cheap but but you know not they weren't carbon fiber they didn't have cork handles um you know they make they make stuff that's two to three times that price yeah whatever yeah Uh, that's kind of extra stuff i imagine the cork handles i could have seen would be nice when we were trekking with them in the rain i could see how cork because it actually did start to like wear on my hand a little bit with the extra moisture yeah from the from the rain i can see that yeah but uh, but I also, you know, heard that animals like to eat the cork uh, because they have sweat in your from your Ugh. hands in it, and so they like the salt. And you wake up in the morning and you have no more cork handles because Fantastic. something's eaten all of it. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. So yeah, no, no fear of that with the artificial plastic handles that we had. But yeah, definitely in the list of gear that we could not live without, trekking poles are up there for sure. Yep. We took a little uh, propane butane, isobutane stove. Um, we each had one and a little titanium cup, uh, you know, some cheap knockoff of a snow peak made in China. But it worked fine. Titanium utensils. Yeah, titanium long spoon and spork. Um, the little stove we had, uh, I think, worked great. Um, you know, again, went with kind of a lighter weight cooking setup. You know, again, we were not, by any stretch of the imagination, we were not ultralight hikers. So so no, I think your no. pat weight, pack weight when we started was a little bit under 30 pounds, like 27, 28 pounds. Uh, and mine was tip of the scales at 47 when we... But we, that was after you emptied some food out, right? Yeah, it was over 50 before, before I Before you yeah. emptied, you were like, oh, I need to take some food out. Yeah, so I, I stripped, stripped some food out. So, yeah, way, way heavy. I mean, you know, again, my goal was to get to like 35, and I was like 12 over that. So yeah. it was just crazy heavy. And, you know, again, even that, I made some sacrifices, some some probably that I shouldn't have made. I took out, uh, left the pillow, didn't take a pillow, mm. um, you know, which uh, I ended up sleeping on a... Probably would have been another... A, a clothing bag bag um and if you know again i would have had time to think about it i would have ordered one of those there's they do have inflatable pillows that are actually quite nice that take up no space and weigh nothing like the um, like our air mattress yeah i was gonna say yeah but didn't didn't have time so didn't get one of those and didn't want to run to an outfitter to, to pay for one um so i ended up sleeping on the clothes bag and that worked okay except when it got empty of clothes and then there was nothing more to well sleep on lay yeah. on of course i didn't think of it because i was so tired at the time but those uh dry bags are uh, airtight and i could have just put air in one and slept on it that way like an inflatable yeah, no, no, but probably could have worked yeah, yeah it would have worked but oh to, well yeah next time um okay so the plan was um since our our uh, like i said our family lives close to the uh, rockfish gap 
uh, exit of the Appalachian Trail, uh, kind of intersection with some major highways and expressways. Uh, we said we'd hike to them. That way we could kind of give them a heads up when we were close to that and, and they could pick us up, you know. And, no and, problem. Yeah, it would be close. It would be a quick drive for them to come pick us up. Um, and, and so what that meant was we, we ended up doing a southbound hike. So we started at the intersection of the AT with U.S. Uh, US or Virginia. I'm not sure what it is. It's a U.S. state road or Virginia road, uh, 522 outside of Front Royal or Lake Front Royal. Um and so we started there. Uh, was uh, we we uh, started uh, we got got to the trailhead about ten a.m. on uh, yeah, Friday nine nine forty five ten yeah yeah because we we stopped to have breakfast you know we we tried <laughs> we to load last good breakfast tried to listen to that the... to have like you know big breakfast you know eat eat a bunch before you get on the trail so we certainly did that yeah for sure at, uh, like I was using a I was using an app to kind of track what i ate and to make sure i was eating to make sure i was eating enough which <laughs> at some points it's like how can i possibly eat enough yeah there's really just no way to eat well yeah i mean that was something that you know again i'd read ahead of time and really was true like you know everybody said about the third day you know your metabolism just cranks up and you can't get enough food and then that was absolutely the case for me about the third yeah, day same. um you know we would get to camp and eat, you know, 1,200, 1,500 calories and, and go to bed and, and in an hour go to bed or an hour or less go to bed. And, and, you know, before we go to sleep, I'd be like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I, could, I could eat more right now. But yeah, like for breakfast the first day, I, I ate around like 1,300 calories at, at uh, the breakfast place we went to, loaded all my pancakes and bacon. And well, that wasn't the first that. day. It was like the fourth day. No, first day. Oh, at, oh, you mean the morning? At yeah, Cathy's, at Kathy's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, and that that day wasn't so bad. I mean, like I said, the first two days I was fine relative to food, but like I said, about the third day is when it you kicked, just it kicked, kicked in for eat me. Eat enough. So our plan was the first day. So so the plan was we I, I took a um uh, an outline that the um, National Park Service provided um for an eight day through hike of Shenandoah National Park and, and basically reversed it because it was a northbound or uh, yeah, it was a northbound, so from from south to north. Um and you know, said, All right, we'll start at the uh, five twenty two visitors center, which I don't think we did exactly that. We we started further away from that because we just started at the intersection of the five twenty two road and we were gonna try to get to the Gravel Springs hut, which was officially thirteen point seven miles. Uh, which was a big first day, um, made bigger because <laughs> we realized uh, later um, that, uh, that that the um, uh, th- that in actuality, uh, what matters equally to miles equally, is, if not more so, is, is elevation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so we ended up um, doing thirteen point seven miles. In ten hours and thirteen minutes of hiking, uh, and by the way, all these stats are coming from a uh, an app that I discovered about a week before we left um, via one of the YouTube videos that we were watching. Um, uh, Darwin on the trail, uh, very very useful, uh, great reviews and, and great insights. So thank you, Darwin, for all that you shared. Um, but it's called the Gut Hook app, um, and another hiker that has done you know looks like the AT, the CDT, the PCT, all these different trails. Uh, through hike them all and uh, ended up being a lifesaver but but one of the features it has is it records your hike so it will tell you when you started when you finished uh, how many miles you did that day what like your, your a- average mile per hour what your average speed was yeah so th- we ended up doing 13.7 miles but still falling short of you know even though it was a point tenth of a mile longer than we had intended to go still falling short of gravel springs hut by about a half mile yeah so it was about 92 degrees about 80% humidity, full sun, although we were in canopy most of the time, to be fair to... Yeah, the, we were. Yeah. Uh, the terrain was a lot different than we thought. So we'd done a lot of practice hikes locally. And in one Red of the River things... Gorge. Yeah, Red River Gorge, Boone Cliffs, just down in Davu. Um, and we really weren't ready for the terrain. So what was the terrain like? Rocky, mountainous, bouldering, practically. Well, that was the thing. So big rocks are fine and tiny rocks are fine, but these softball size like ankle turners are a pain in the ass because they roll around. And again, it was another case where without trekking poles, we would have broken an ankle probably. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, it just catches you when you're starting to fall, and right. it's perfect, right. balance you and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So so that that first day was rough. <laughs> was really really tough. Yeah. So we did just by our planned route. We did 3,700 feet of ascent and 2,200 feet of descent. It was, in fact... Not all at once. Not Yeah, not all at once, but, but over the course of the day. It was, in fact, our biggest ascent day of the whole hike, right? So we came close to it a few times, but but never came... Ne- never equaled never it or, or ex- exceeded it again. So we ended up coming about a half mile short. It was about, what, 8.15 at night. Yeah. Uh, you know, about... 15 minutes till sunset and, and and you know again there's a little bit of light after sunset but but not much especially when you get down in those valleys and we just came by a uh, dispersed camping site and said you want to stop here <laughs> and but okay granted backing up a little bit i have walked personally i'm sure you have as well I have walked, like, 13 miles or, like, even, like, 15 miles on my own just, like, around cities or whatnot and that's been fine. So what I was telling myself was, oh, I've I've done this sort of thing before. How how hard can it be? It'll be fine. It is much different when there's 20 plus pounds more for you, but 21 plus pounds on your back and again you're dealing with the terrain and the drastic change in elevation and it's just it's a lot to get used to. <laughs> and I wasn't prepa- as prepared as I thought I was. And <laughs> the first day I kind of broke down and I was like, I'm not, I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to be able to make it. There's no way I'm going to be able to make these nine days. I'm already like hurting in all different places. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah. some of that came down to like not adjusting my pack correctly, which you learn how to do that like more efficiently and like to be- more benefit yourself like throughout the trail. So that got better. But the first day I just, adjusted it all wrong so like my shoulders were hurting too much at some point so my answer was to tighten it like my hip strap which would make my hips hurt and it was just a big mess and like your feet hurt really bad because you're like on descents all the pressure goes to your toes right because of the way you step and makes your toes hurt a lot which I wasn't used to either so I'd kind of broken down. I was just like, I don't know if I can make it. And I was just getting in my head and whatnot. But finally, <laughs> dad kind of asked me, he was like, oh, you, you want to stop? Hello, whoever that is. Hi, mom. Uh, but eventually we were, like you said, half mile away from the shelter. Because we plan our trip according to like getting to shelters each night. Right. Which <laughs> didn't the, happen till till the end. Yeah, so, the last three alert. days. <laughs> so, but half mile from the first shelter, he was like, "Well, do you, like, here's the camping site. Do you want to stop?" And I was like, "Fine, okay." <laughs> yeah. So then we we threw our tents up pretty quick and and got our headlights because you know we knew the light was going down and cooked dinner and and actually it was a pretty good evening. Now I remember taking my pack off and thinking, "Oh." I am so like sore where you're like yeah. your shoulders. And, and now when, when you were having one of your episodes, I did take the time to actually fix, fix my pack. So the Kelty pack overall served me very, very well. The adjustable thing where you can actually move the straps up and down didn't work for me. It did. It just is, I don't know if it's defective on my pack or, or what, but it would not hold in yeah. the position that I needed to, which was basically kind of a shorter position that brought the, the, the hip belt up. And so I ended up getting, you know, first day ripping a bunch of the duct tape that we put, you know, While strategically I was positioned. On a log, hyperventilating. He yeah. was over there adju- <laughs> duct taping his pack. And it was so much better after that because every yeah. ascent, it was like just digging into whatever that artery or vein or nerve is on your back of your left side. And it just was killing me. So it'd make was, your leg go numb. It would. It would make my back hurt and my leg go numb. It was like the worst of both worlds. So. I, uh, yeah, uh, was, was much better after that. So yeah, threw our packs off and, and, you know, again, got our, it was a pretty nice campsite. I mean, again, we, yeah. weren't, we weren't there very long, the but, but, but pretty flat, you know, um, nice space. I found uh, a good place, uh, to put our uh, bear bag. I went over and did that before it got too dark through the lineup anyway. So yeah. I could, could find it after we were cooking. Slowly, uh, but surely set up our tents and whatnot, yeah, got everything. dinner going. Yeah. yeah. So we ate dinner. By the time we were eating dinner, it was kind of dark because it I, was I, pretty dark yeah, yeah. I think we had to have our 
lights on. Um, and you know, so not, not much camp time that night. I mean, again, we were getting in at eight fifteen, So I think we were and probably we were dead tired. Yeah. Yeah. We again, hiked for 10 hours. Now we made all kinds of mistakes. You know, we stopped in the middle of going up hills because yeah. we were tired. It was hot. So we, I mean, I probably drank more water that day than I'll drink in like a week. I mean, I, I seriously think I drank Just like seven, seven water, liters yeah. of water that day or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, again, wanted to stay hydrated. Didn't want to, didn't want to, you know, turn it, turn, turn something bad the very first day. Yeah. So we did that, uh, right as I was going to jump into my tent to, to go to sleep, some guy goes trucking by looking for a gravel springs hut, you know, and I said, oh, that's at least another half mile down. And, and he was rather ticked off at that. So but but, are you kidding uh, me? Yeah. Yeah. So he kept going. So, um, reasonably, reasonably good sleep the first night. So again, yeah. we had, uh, some, some good. Good inflatable sleeping pads, uh, nice sleeping Again, bags. Went to sleep. Only thing we both went to sleep really sore. Yeah. And like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's it, it going to be the rest of the time if we're already like? And, and in the end, you know, again, I, I'm glad I had it because I slept in it a few nights. But that first night, I didn't even touch my sleeping bag. I could have left it in the in the compression sack. Yeah, because those I just, tents get really warm. Yeah, and just, you're already sweaty and whatnot. Right. Because so. we'd only stopped and we'd eaten all that hot food and everything like that. So. Had the mountain house. Uh, it was uh, was our early food. Mm. We won't talk about that, but uh, you got later. Be, you got to be careful of that mountain house. <laughs> you could, do. I was fine. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I was just fine. For some, it may provide them with some gastrointestinal some, issues. Yes, it may. It may. So we, it just depends. You about, might want to bring some other fallback plans like couscous. Couscous is a great option. Yeah. So the it next morning, uh, I slept pretty well at night. Again, you know, again, we soon realized uh, the the advent of hiker midnight, and we went to sleep about hiker midnight, which is nine yep. p.m. For those of you that are wondering, um, because you wake up at you know when the birds start singing. Yeah. So six thirty a.m. You at, will inevitably wake up at six twenty-three. However, <laughs> I heard a crash. Uh, which was our food bag uh, descending rapidly from the tree. From and I, its And I thought, that's odd. Place. It stayed up there all night, and now it's crashing down to the ground. I How bet something. <laughs> I bet something helped it crash down to the ground. And sure enough, I got out of my tent, and there was a bear. So, bear. So, <laughs> yeah, so the very first morning, we had to deal with a bear. Now, y- you know, I was prepared to deal with bears if I had to. Um it was, yeah. And uh, it was a little standoffish, so I, I wasn't too concerned. But It, it was, wasn't aggressive. No, it was not aggressive. No, it wasn't ever coming towards me, but it clearly wanted, you know, it was not right by the food bag. It had ripped it down. Um, and then either the sound of it crashing or my tent opening or both kind of scared it off a little bit. So it was about, you know, 10 yards past the food bag, which was already 10 yards away from us. So it was at least 20 yards away from me. Um, and... Uh, you know, again, we both kind of just stared at each other for like a half hour. Um, I heard you rustle around in your tent and said, hey, Kendall, stay in your tent. There's a bear. And of course, I had just woken up. So I was like, oh, so all I right. survived yesterday only to die today. But in the very morning. Awesome. Yeah. Which the first day we nearly got ran over by a car. So that was awesome. Yeah. When you hike Shenandoah, you cross Skyline Drive about 30 times. Um, I think the most on like the sixth day. But, uh, yeah, we crossed it a couple times on the first day and almost got hit by a car. It was nice. So, awesome. um, How ironic. Yeah, so so it was an Anyways. adolescent bear, as I would uh, kind of surmise and, and confirm later. Which uh, the adolescents are, like, weirdly thin and, like, lanky. They're really, they look like they're starving. It's yeah. really strange. Yeah, so you kind of wanted it to eat our food bag. Would have felt no, okay about no, that? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> so... So we, uh, I kind of stare at this bear and eventually trundles off over the hill. And I, eventually, know, as soon as I'm sure that it's gone, I, and you got out of your tent somewhere because you saw the, the adolescent, right? When it was there first yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. When it was there the first time, I eventually just got out of my tent and just looked at it and, for a while. And yeah. it wandered off after a while. Wandered off over hill. So I went quickly and grabbed the food bag and brought it into our tent area to try to save our food because I wanted breakfast because I wasn't starving yet, but I was hungry. Yeah. Uh, and, you it know... It had pulled our carabiner completely straight. Yes, it did. It was a little cheap carabiner, a little aluminum one, but it pulled it straight. So even those adolescents are strong. So then, uh, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, y- you say... Like, it's back! It's the back! The bear's back! And I look, I'm like, uh, that's not the same bear. 
because it was the biggest one we saw the whole time. It was big male. Yeah, it was uh, again probably about five hundred pounds. You yeah, said. four or five hundred pounds. It was a big beast. It but as soon as it saw us, bear. it took off. So, which was the behavior we saw of the rest of the bears the rest of the time. Yeah, so. the only bear that was vaguely concerning was that first one because it, it would just not leave. Yeah, it was not because once that and the five hundred or so pound or four hundred five hundred pound bear left the first adolescent came back yeah and was just staring at us yeah the whole he wanted time. yeah he wanted the food bag and he was you know, was completely confused about why it wasn't where it used to be you know like. yeah so he just kind of like wandered like in a circle around our and climbed up a tree and climbed up a tree and was like hey what's going on yeah. <laughs> never again never really aggressive or concerning just kind of like watching us and whatever clearly wanted the food but yeah. i guess after a while figured it wouldn't Get it, so decided to like eat some grubs or whatever the hell instead. Yeah, so it took off. So first bear, first and second bear bears we saw out of the enormous amount we ended up seeing during yeah. Shenandoah. So the next day we got, you know, we ate breakfast uh, and we headed off about nine in the morning, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems about right. Hiked and the half mile to the shelter because there's a spring there. Yeah. So we hiked the half mile and uh, it was a little spur trail. We went down there and we uh, got water because uh, we were out of water from the first day. Uh, we had filled up somewhere along the first day, like in a little spring, because even the three so, liters yeah. that we had uh, wasn't enough. And we ran into our first through hiker there. Talked to him for a little bit. Um. And then uh, went to the went to the shelter and, and we kind of hung out there for a while. We probably hung out there for like almost an hour, I think. You know, probably f- filtering yeah, water and you know cooling which our is a long process. Cooling our feet off and and you know we took our socks and shoes off and kind of put dipped them in the in the spring and uh, downstream, obviously from where we were filtering and um, you know again uh, you know fill, filled up all the water. So we we went back you know from basically nothing because I think we hiked in with with very little water. Uh, and so we had to filter a total of six liters, which again took a while. So we just kind of hung out there. You used a privy for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Did not enjoy. So the so a privy is a big box that sits up on top of a huge pile of invertebrates and things that eat human waste and turn it into soil. And you. So basically, you do your business, and then you put like shavings sawdust yeah. sawdust yeah. which is conveniently the club that takes care of shenandoah i guess goes to the privies and f- refills sawdust five gallon buckets of sawdust yeah yeah and once you're done you put the sawdust into the privy or whatever yeah and just go on your merry way but it's very much the smell is reminiscent <laughs> of a chicken house so <laughs> what i always compared it to is a chicken house and yet for humans it was fairly nasty. There ain't no eggs in there, though. So, uh, yeah, and and, don't and the number of blackberries growing around the privy was oh, a little, yes. always surprised me. But evidently, blackberries love privies. human feces. <laughs> yeah. I guess I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. So be careful. Think about that next time you're having some blackberries. Um, uh, <laughs> rather not. It's probably why they grow near our septic tank. Could be. So then, uh, so then we we went on, and so the, the the did did we intend to try to get back on track and get to the shelter the next day or not? I forget. On the second two. day was the rain day, I think. Now, let me look at my journal here real quick. <laughs> I don't recall it raining. Keep I thought that was track. the third day. I'm trying to remember where we camped the second night. Well, the second day we got up on Mary's Rock. Are you sure? I thought that was yes. the third day. But okay. I am sure. Oh, yeah, that was the third day. Ha! Yeah, because I, I didn't write it in journal the first day. So, uh... Yeah, I thought the second day was the day we had to stop short because of rain. That was the third day. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That was the third so. day. So, so the second day... That, uh, that that was uh oh yeah that was the day we had to stop short because of rain so so we had yeah we had a plan to get to the hut but we actually had pretty good uh cellular service uh early on for the first like three four days of the hike and didn't have such good service like in the middle of the woods we'd have perfect perfectly fine service 
So we were checking in with home and checking the weather forecast and all that sort of stuff. And, and, you know, that, that second day we saw, oh, it's, you know, it's supposed to start to rain. So, you know, we started using again, gut hook to find out where there were some dispersed uh, sites. So the, you know, the app had a few landmarks and said, oh, there's a dispersed site. So we kind of set our target on getting to this one dispersed site, which is right next to a spring. So we got there um, and set up and it was probably the worst camping we had. I mean, again, we were, we were happy to do it, but um you know, it was, was probably the worst camping that we had the whole time. So, so that second day, our, our plan was to do about 13.7. And we ended up doing 13.6 and, and hiked for almost 11 hours. So again, a really long day of hiking, right. And then still stopping short. So we still didn't have our hiking legs still kind uh, of struggling, getting used to it. Yeah. You know, not mentally prepared for what we were going to embark on, I think. Yeah, not so, not, you know, not, not, I don't think the second day was as bad as the first day, but still it was physically, it was, it was pretty hard. It's probably it was 90% as hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so again, we get there, get to our campsite that night, saw some more bear. So we saw the, the bear in the morning. Uh, we saw some bear along the way. Yeah. That and, ran away. Yeah. And then we saw, we saw, so, so we saw two bear in the morning. We saw two bear along the way. And then we saw right as we were getting water before we got up to our campsite, a mama and two cubs. So in that one day, so we went from zero bear on day one to seven bear on day two. So we were thinking, you know, we're oh, definitely going to get eaten. That's like this is this is it. But all of the bears, again, once they would see you, they'd pretty much run except away. for the first one. Except for the first one, really wanted our food. Yeah. Really wanted your Snickers. Food. Snickers. Yep, <laughs> that's what bears need. It's got what bears need. So, uh, saw some, yeah, seven bears that day. Um, anything else remarkable on day two? That you really know? nothing. <laughs> Pretty much we, you were like, okay, we got to set up our tents, like first priority before it starts raining. Cause setting up tents in the rain is going to be terrible. Literally right as we were, we stopped setting up our tents and started cooking. It would, it started, it started to, rain. to rain. Yeah. yeah. Literally 10 minutes after it started to rain, it started pouring. <laughs> yeah. So we got our rain gear on and just kind of stood under a tree. Very and- sad scene i'm sure we were just kind of hunkered yeah standing under a tree looking at our food from a distance yeah but so um yeah we cooked our food and actually we had the uh the thai stuff the uh good to go stuff yeah. that night which was is really a smaller nice. amount of food but i think that day we stopped at a wayside no that was the next day okay that was mary's rock day okay so um yep yeah. So pretty, pretty unremarkable day overall. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, again, no, another hard day uh, in terms of terms of elevation and everything that day. So we ended up doing what did I say? We ended up doing thirteen point six miles that day, and um, total ascent of only twenty eight hundred feet, descent of uh, thirty one thirty three. So again, a little bit, a little bit uh, more down than up. Um, again, as you talked before, the down's not necessarily easier than the up. It's just harder in a different way. <laughs> uh, we figured that out. Um, but, uh, yeah. And the campsite, again, it wasn't terrible. It was just a little bit of a slope. So, you know, again, we recognize, kind of slide recognize the slope through put, the night, put our heads uphill and, you know, made sure that we were in one direction, but yeah, we kind of slide into the bottom of our tent the whole night. So, so got up the next morning. Uh, I went down and got some more water uh, to to get us. And 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 the third day, we said, "All right, we need a new plan. We, we can't keep doing these. You know, we're, we're not going to get to the next hut. So if we shoot for this dispersed camping site that was about twelve miles away, so you know, knocking a mile off, um, and and we just you know we stop at the wayside, um, then we can you know do the next day do it do another ten or eleven mile day, and and that Make night. It- to at Big, Big Meadows, Meadows. yeah, which, which is this campground, commercial campground. So, so we did that. We stopped at our first wayside, um, and we had hamburgers and beer. And we found out I did not have beer. Oh, yeah, just to make it. Clear. I'm sorry. Yeah, you might get in trouble. Well, I don't know with who, but fine. <laughs> I had beer, and uh, I found out about hiker beer. So, if you smell or look like a hiker, and you stop at a wayside, <laughs> if you smell, they just s- if you smell, you're just like ah. <laughs> They they sell you like uh, discounted. Oh, yeah, it's like a buck twenty five for a beer, buck thirty seven including tax. They feel so, bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I had uh, I discovered the wonders of hiker beer, and I had two, which I shouldn't have had. <laughs> but we had burgers, and it was just a terrible, terrible burger. But with hiker it hunger, was it was fantastic. magically transformed. 
It's the best burger I've ever had in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. That probably had unicorn meat in it. I'm like 90% sure. Wait, no, it, it was literally the shit, like shittiest burger you could possibly have. Yeah. But uh, it, it doesn't matter to you at that point. I had a, cheese, a bacon cheeseburger. No, a cheeseburger. Yeah, and usually, <laughs> this is how hungry I was and how in haste I was to eat it. I usually take all like the fixings like vegetables and stuff off my uh, cheeseburgers or whatever when I eat them. I literally just, as soon as I sat down, started eating it, didn't even bother to take it all off because I was just too hungry to care. Yeah. And, yeah. And I had my chili no, chili fries. Chili cheese fries. Or chili fries, yeah. yeah. And ice cream after that. I had and- some Butterfinger ice cream commercial crap. Yeah. But, again, probably the best thing at that time. Yeah. So that was the Elk Wallow Wayside that we stopped at. And then we had about... I don't know, four or five miles left. It was about halfway, yeah. I think. Yeah, four or five miles left to go, a little bit over halfway. So we hiked the rest of the way there, and this was the first, so this was the third night, and it was the first night we were not, like, rushed by either, uh, you know, rain oncoming or... dark or rain. So we got in, into our campsite, which was a really nice campsite. It was one of the only dispersed campsites we had that was, like, actually on top of a ridge. Um, so See the sunset. See the sunset, saw the sunrise the next morning. It was really flat. Uh, really, you know, spacious, you know, plenty of space to, to put everything up. Um, not very rocky. Um, I ended up, you know, just hanging out in my hammock for a while. So, so we were there really early. We got there like seven. Not right? the earliest we ever got to the campsite, but, no, but, but like seven. so far it was the earliest. And we were like, oh man, we have so much time. Yeah. So I set up my hammock. Wow. Hung out in my hammock for a while, which was nice. Uh, cooked dinner. We kind of had, you know, nice dinner. And I ended up leaving the rain fly off my tent because there was like you know very small chance of rain that night we were up on a ridge and it ended up being so crazy windy that i didn't actually sleep that well because it was just so noisy from it wasn't from, really cold it wasn't cold no no, no it was fine just but really it was noisy. so noisy from just being up on that ridge and it being windy all specifically night. one tree that would only like whistle if it if the wind blew just right it would whistle and sound like a squirrel was barking at you <laughs> yeah like i was already in my tent and i hear dad like shuffle and get out of his uh hammock and he's like freaking squirrels barking at me no it was a tree apparently yeah yeah so that uh that third day we did and that was mary's rock 11.9 right? miles yeah yeah so 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 that was mary's rock yeah because that's why i was want to talk about mary's rock yeah it was it was a really really nice view uh, that we got so after a really long climb um that, uh, that that we went up um no that doesn't make sense because because <laughs> we had lunch uh, at the Elks. timelines all screwed up yeah. look at my journal here Yeah, so day two was the was the wayside. Okay. Yeah, that day, makes more sense. Day two was the wayside. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the time we got. Yeah, and then out. Mary's Rock was day three. All right, so take all the things we said about the wayside and move them back to the previous day, the day that we then camped in the rain, and then yeah, Mary's Rock was then day three. So we woke up. We woke up. You know, again this uh, this this shitty campsite and ended up hiking up this really long climb. Um, you know, one of the longer climbs that we did the whole time. Not the longest, but but pretty long. It was about yeah. mile and a half, but it was the steepest, right? It was really, really steep. Lots of cutbacks. Now, we were lucky by this point because the weather broke, right? So so it got much cooler um, and uh, much less humid than it was the first couple of days. So that was probably that wind uh, the, the night before. So, um, but uh, yeah, Mary's Rock was super cool. Um you know this this really nice view, kind of this bald mountain area. Not not necessarily at the peak, kind of at a sub peak yeah. uh, of the overall hill. Um, and it but is hikeable just... from a parking lot. So if you're in the Shenandoah and you see signs for it, you know again you still got to do the climb, but you know you don't have to do the whole hike just to get there. Yeah. So remarkable we... view and like just oh, I just breathtaking. Yeah, honestly. it was very cool. It was nice to see after it was probably our you know 
probably the best single view we had the whole time. I mean, in terms yeah. of panoramic and, and you could see right now the pinnacle was, was a really good view too. Yeah. Um, and, and harder to get to. So less people up there, but you know, Mary's, yeah, the, Mary's rock. There's a ton of people up there because of the parking lot. Yeah. When lot. we got up there, there was one person that was leaving. Um, one person that was leaving. So we were there by ourselves for like two, two teenage seconds. guys that yeah. walk up and they yeah. are just being, yeah, annoying. they just had a water bottle that had come from the parking lot or whatever. I think they brought lunch or something too. And then, you know, by, but by the time we left, there was like 30 people up there. Yeah. Uh, like families and kids and whatnot. Another set of through hikers that, that yeah, so we those vaguely is, talked to. Yeah. Next, next set of through hikers came up. So, so we left Mary's Rock and, uh, went up to, uh, again, got our, made our way to the, the third camping site. Really nice camping site up on a ridge, uh, really windy. Uh, got up the next morning and, uh, saw our, uh, another bear. Uh, while Kendall was uh, looking to do the business. Yeah, I, I went off to go to the bathroom somewhere. I'm like, okay, well, I'm I'm going off back here somewhere. And I wander off, literally about to, like, drop my pants. And I look over because I hear something shuffling around in the woods, probably, like, 30 or so feet away from me. And I just see this huge black mass. And I'm like, uh, Dad? <laughs> and I'm like... And it wasn't me, just to be clear. Yeah, well... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, Dad? He's like, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we have a problem. <laughs> it was, I was like, either that's a huge weasel or badger or something, or we got another bear. And he's like, nope, that's a bear. <laughs> it was just screwing around with a log looking for grubs. Yeah. As soon as we started talking, it kind of like looked up at me and I was like, yeah, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. I'm going to quickly leave this area. <laughs> All right, so we got up on day three, uh, relatively early. Not, not, I mean, again, about six thirty. Got had breakfast uh, and uh, packed up and and took off. So, so you know, we were both kind of in a, a little bit of a hurry because we knew we were getting to Big Meadows this day. Um, oh, and big big meadows. big meadows was food and showers, yes, and laundry, an oasis for and, hikers. Yeah, yeah. So. So we made our way to Big Meadows, and, and again, we, uh, we we cranked pretty well on this day. So you know, we knew there was a big motivation. big climb at the end, and I think we walked into camp maybe four o'clock or so. Yeah, yeah pretty so, early. So, but it wasn't as long of a hike, so that's kind of yeah. Why. Again, it was another another eleven mile day or so, not much uh, uh, up or down. You know, a couple thousand feet in each direction. Big climb at the end. Um, and you know, we would soon learn that when you first see a campsite doesn't mean you're actually at the campsite, at least if you yeah. want to stay on the trail, because we ended up having to hike around and we saw some more bears hiking around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we were, we were walking along and like kind of going up this little like uphill sort yeah. of thing. Dad's always been in front of me, like leading the way, and he's like, "Up oh, and stop." And I was like, mm, "Because he saw a little bear head, bear head poking up. It was a cub on his hind legs, like looking up and all perched up, trying to see over the hill to see what was coming, aka us." And he's like, "Well, let's stop because if baby's there, then mama's somewhere else, and we don't we don't want to be screwing around with her kid because she'll get very." Uh, upset so cub, cub number one and cub number cub number two soon followed uh two cubs again soon wandered off kind of out of the tra- way of the trail and but not far enough mom. away not far enough away we wouldn't go past we were like um pr- probably should stay back another set of hikers come from the opposite direction uh very tall lanky guy yep. wearing short shorts and his short, uh, curvy girlfriend, or something—I don't know—but they come towards but, us. But I, but I said, "Bear, there's some bears yeah, up there." He's like, "There, there's bears. Watch out, guys! There's bears." Lanky guy comes running towards our direction, <laughs> while his girlfriend or companion or whatever the hell stops in S- the middle of the trail. Could have been a sister. I, I don't know. I said companion. Okay stops and is like make like oh my god oh my god bears look over here trying to get a picture of these and talking to him screaming at him trying to get a picture of him and tall like guy looks at us he's like yeah i got charged by a black bear like two days ago i after being two feet away from him i don't really want to deal with them ever again so he's he's standing by us, and while she's calling to them, he gets out his phone, and he's like, 
hold on, I'm going to Facebook Live your mauling. <laughs> I'm not going to intervene because it'll ruin the video. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, well, since she's distracting him, we might as well just walk on by. So we walked on by. Another, like, of three or four day hikers with a dog came by opposite direction we were like oh man this is gonna be great and dog thank god was very well trained when he started to go up the hill after the bears they called him back so it was no issue i would have been more upset if the dog had gotten mauled than the stupid human (laughs) yeah because she's being an idiot who calls to a freaking bear with her cubs with her cubs that's idiotic don't do it yeah black bears aren't that as aggressive as like grizzlies, but you still just don't do that. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So we made our way up to the campground, uh, you know, the actual entrance, and uh, found a little shop and asked where the camp's uh, camp registration was, and she had no idea, which I found interesting <laughs> awesome. because it was about twenty feet away from where she was. But yeah. and she did work there, but whatever. Come up, and customer helped us out though. Yeah, she, so, he knew. So we walked over and registered the uh, nice uh, park ranger at the because uh, it is a you know the parks in Shenandoah run by the park service. So park ranger uh, checked us in and said, "Oh, couple off the trail." <laughs> I guess we smelled that bad at this point. So, which he told the park ranger, he's like, "Oh no, it's just, it's not that." And oh, we're like, "Oh, yeah, sweet old man, yeah, exactly. so nice." So we got set up with a with a uh, a uh, a nice campsite at Big Meadows, uh, right right behind the ranger station, close to everything, and uh, got our tent set up. And then we kind of like you know we're. Like, do we go to the wayside first or take a shower? about sh- should we eat or... Sh- there was just so much to do. Should we eat or shower or, or oh laundry? Oh, my God. What do or- we do first? Yeah. Oh, wow. So we ended up deciding to shower first. Good call. Just, so Probably shouldn't have showed up to the wayside smelling yeah. like and looking like we did, but... Yeah. Buck 75 for, for five minutes and 15 seconds. Very specific. Yes. Best five minutes and 15 seconds yep. of that... Nice shower trail on, on day four um and very refreshing yeah yeah so we um yeah we uh we we uh got showered and uh and and then got cleaned up uh, changed our camp clothes which were you know relatively clean and we'd only been wearing them at night yeah, uh, sleeping yeah and then went down to the wayside and had uh see i had some fried chicken and some more beer which was not unfortunately a buck you know when you eat it at the restaurant it was Terrible. not yeah it wasn't a camp how unfortunate beer. yeah um, and we did a resupply because we needed some more uh, dehydrated stuff. I had a bacon cheeseburger, some fries, and... Peanut butter pie. Peanut butter pie, which was fantastic. <laughs> it and was then manna of the gods. Fat, dumb, and happy, we strolled back the mile because it was a yeah, mile while we walk. Were, while we were strolling there, I was like, are you kidding me? We hiked... All this way, and now we have to hike some more to get to this goddamn But it was wayside. without packs, and we had showers, so... I was still hungry, yeah, so there I was that tell. impeding my mood, but... Yeah. But afterwards, well. the hike was fine, or the stroll yeah, was just, fine, so... Uh, ironic thing about Big Meadows, the whole entire... T- up to this point, we had perfect service <laughs> in the woods, and yet when we got to Big Meadows, there was not a trace of service. Nope. Yeah, well, we one could, bar maybe at the wayside. At we the wayside, yeah, yeah. So we we were able to check in a little bit at the, at the wayside, at least enough to say, "Hey, we're still alive. Don't yeah. worry." So we went back, and uh, I went to do some laundry. I ended up having to buy like a whole like micro bottle of detergent, uh, which if I would have thought about it, I should have just asked somebody to borrow some or buy some for fifty cents or something like that, because all I needed was a little cup full. But whatever, uh, left it in the hiker box for uh, other hikers to use when they came through. So. Hopefully that uh, gave me some good trail karma points. Trail magic. Did laundry, and then uh, and then we uh, we found some surreptitious places to charge our phones. Uh, hint, hint. Underneath the <laughs> underneath the ranger station where they charge their electric go golf cart, cart, golf cart, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell. Yeah, plugged everything in there because I didn't want to leave it in. So left our phones and battery to charge there, which was enough to actually give us power for the rest of the trip. So we're an hour in, so I say we hit pause here and come back and do another hour tomorrow and do the last half of the trip. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds fun. All right, so we'll leave this as episode one, and it'll be a two-parter. So tune in next time to learn about Ragnar, Two Trails, Johnny Appleseed, and his medical kit. (laughs) (laughs) The second part of this will be 
way more amusing yes. because this we, is when we meet we realize through hikers we realize the value of staying at the shelters you really do i mean dispersed camping it's not have, for the convenience or like having ha- the shelter it's to meet other people if you have to, to do have it you know if you're just stuck somewhere dispersed camping's fine it's great there's nothing wrong with it and i could see doing it every now and again because you're tired of being with other people but <laughs> if you're in through hiking or section hiking for the social experience you definitely have to time things out to get to the shelters. Absolutely. That's where it's at. So tomorrow you will hear, so after Big Meadows, we stayed at one more dispersed camping site. Uh, the, and then the rest, the, of the, time the, rest of the time was shelters. Was shelters with the fantastic people that we met yeah. there. Yeah, so all sorts of interesting characters. So tune in next time to hear about that, and we'll do a little recap, lessons learned, and suggestions if you're thinking about a section hike or, or a through hike. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll pick it up. Summon it up. Yeah. All right. Thanks.